Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One of the greatest nicknames in sports. Big Shot Rob, right? We don't do nicknames like we used to. But watching Jimmy Butler and Trey Young the last two nights, when everyone in the gym knows who's taking the shot and they take the shot and hit the shot, wow. And tonight, what does the Fox have? What do the Lakers, Knicks, and Heat need to close out? Let's go. What does the Fox say? Oh, no, I'm on dad duty here. And that song's in heavy rotation. That and Peaches. Peaches, Peaches, Peaches. Young lets it go. Ice cold. (laughs) Of course, it was Gus Johnson on the call, too. Riotous, raucous, ruckus last night in Boston, and it was Trey Young scoring the last 14 for Atlanta, carrying them to the season saver. And now, how sweaty do things get for the Celtics? They need to win in Atlanta in game six to avoid going to game seven. With the Hawks, Clinton Yates around the horn to you. You giving credit to Atlanta for the comeback or blaming Boston for giving it up? I'm blaming Boston for giving it up. Reminder, they lost this game by exactly two points. And in the fourth quarter, they gave up 10 points off of turnovers. In total in the game, they missed four free throws. And on that torrid streak that Trey Young had in terms of getting the back end of this game, he got to the free throw line a half dozen times. That can't happen when you're a team that's made it to the finals and is supposed to know what you're doing. To that point, I think part of the problem with the Celtics here is that leadership is a little different. You've been watching Joe Mazzulla throughout the course of this playoffs. He's felt a little tight. I'm not saying that this is a different team. I'm saying that even though they made it with a rookie coach in the finals last year, there seems to be a difference in leadership and crunch time for this team. And it showed last night against the Bucks and Trey Young, who before he hit that shot was also having a great night. Woody, are you with Clinton here? This was a Boston letdown. I'm not with Clinton on that shirt or his blame game. (laughs) Atlanta came through. You're blaming it on Boston? Give me a break. It was the Atlanta Hawks coming back, and especially Ice Trey, 14 points that he scored the last 14. And you have a situation where they went on a 23-8 to run. And where was Marcus Smart on that final play? He's trying to run out and double-team Young on the play and can't get there because Young knew he was coming and got the, got the shot off in time to make it and win the game. Uh, I think that it's only appropriate that Atlanta in the home game lets Janet Jackson sing the national anthem. <laughs> That's right, because her concert in Atlanta is getting moved around now. Um, ice tray, never change, Woody Page. Courtney Cronin, how about you? This is all Boston playing with their food. And oh. you think about how well they controlled the ball in the first three quarters of this game, only four turnovers, and then five in the fourth quarter alone. Jason Tatum was a problem, Tony. One of ten from three-point yeah. range. Yeah. You think about those final 509 of the game. And what happened from there on out when Boston has a 10-point lead, two turnovers, two pull-up misses in the next four possessions, those uh, jumpers missed by Jason Tatum, and the ball never got closer than 14 feet from the basket. That's a problem. Mm. And letting Mm. Trey Young cook is an issue because – 
Atlanta had a good strategy. They doubled Jason Tatum. Why didn't the Boston Celtics try to stop the guy who's, you know, killing them down the stretch of this game? Precisely. When everyone knows who's taking the shot, it's an amazing thing. Did you note the spatiality stats that Cronin brought there? Never did the ball get within 14 feet for the Celtics. Love it. Kevin Black is thought. Boston or Atlanta last night? Well, I was wondering where those overrated chants were about Trey Young. Didn't hear a whole bunch mm-hmm. of them yesterday. There you go. Because you know what? He's not overrated. You pointed out the 14 that he scored down the stretch there. This was a team that was down double digits with six minutes to go, but they never gave up without DeJounte Murray being out right. there. So I got to give the credit to Atlanta. I mean, they could have easily packed it in and, and called it a vacation, but they didn't. They kept fighting through. They kept finding a way to win. They made the Boston Celtics crack under pressure. That's why they had the turnovers and the, and the mental meltdowns that they had, but they stayed on course. So I got to give all credit to Atlanta and my Back around the horn to you, Clinton Yates. There's talk that this is now, well, Philly gets more days off and Bede gets more rest. That's bad for the Celtics. How much concern do you have for the Celtics right now in this series, let alone when we're talking about the next series? I love the way we give credit to teams for sticking around in games and actually trying to win, as if that's not what they're supposed to do on a regular basis. Of course, you're going to give some credit to the Hawks for that. But I have a lot of concern because, hello, they're getting better as this series goes Atlanta. on because Murray comes back. You lose, on, you lose on your home floor if you're the Celtics. You're going back on the road, and the other team is actually improving from a roster standpoint. Forget about the Sixers down the line. This problem is right here in HEL, Shawty, as they like to Woody, say. do you agree that this is a series now where Boston should be concerned? Yeah, I think Boston was looking ahead even before last night's game thinking, oh, man, we're going to have trouble with with Embiid. They better worry about Young. As Kevin pointed out, he is rated exactly correctly, (laughs) not overrated. And I think that with Murray coming back, they did that without Murray last night. I mean, the guy adds about 25 points. You better be very concerned about going to Atlanta and then having to go to a seventh game when anything could happen. Embiid gets a lot of time now. That next series won't start until May 1st at the earliest, and that's time for him to get that knee healed up. Mm -hmm. And let's not forget the last time Mm -hmm. this happened where Boston lost a potential series clinching, uh, potential series clincher was in 2018 in the Eastern Conference Finals. History not on their side. We move on. Tonight, as far as round one nights go, this is an all-time night for round one. You have the Bucks, overall one seed facing elimination versus Miami. The Lakers, one way away from ending the Grizzlies in the season, look like LeBron might miss the playoffs. The Knicks could get out of the first round for the second time in 23 years if they beat Cleveland, but we start with Warriors-Kings. It's 2-2, and now De'Aaron Fox is questionable to play through the avulsion fracture of his index finger. KB, what are you expecting from Fox, and does this series seem to be slipping away from Sacramento? Well, it does seem to be slipping away out of Fox's hands if, in fact, that finger is going to be a problem. And you got to think that's a problem. Here's a guy who has a beautiful stroke. He can shoot those floaters. And if you know about shooting a basketball, it rests in your palm. It rolls up your oh, fingers. Oh, sure. If you know about shooting a basketball, you, like KB, that's right. you high gotta, school. There you, you go. Gotta, that's right. <laughs> so you got to know what's controlling it. So this has got to be a problem because he's literally he's been the best player in this series. He's been one of the best players in the playoffs. So I can't imagine that that they are going to uh, just be able to roll through this game with uh, Fox and that particular finger. And Yates. 
Yeah, of course it's slipping. It's slipping through their fingertips, as he said. If your best scorer's hand is jacked up, I'm not going to expect him to be able to put the ball in the hole at the same rate. On top of that, defense matters. I realize the Kings are one of the best defensive teams in the league, but your hands matter when you're getting out there trying to block lanes and create deflects. So as much as other people try to tell you that your fingers are unimportant in a basketball game, I have no idea how you do that. It's called the index for a reason. This is a big deal for the Sacramento Kings, and I don't expect them to be as good without him fully capable of shooting the ball. Woody Page. He's not using a rotary phone, Clinton. He's shooting a basketball. He <laughs> used that? a whole hand. A what? Mike Brown is Mike Brown, I think, has been the best coach in the playoffs so far. With his strategy, what he's able to do, they've got to get more help out of Sabonis. Speaking of broken fingers, he broke his in December, came to the Nuggets after missing just one game and scored 31 points. Whoa, what? I know Tony agrees with me that Sabonis is a key in this series. He hasn't played very well. I think he's going to add something, and they're going to win. They're back home. As we turn to Courtney, I feel like I have to explain a few things to young Cronin. Uh, a rotary phone was a phone that you used to spin around. My grandma, Phyllis, had arthritis. She needed to use a pencil to get it around. So now knowing that, Courtney, uh, an avulsion fracture to De'Aaron Fox's index finger, please. I mean, it's in his shooting hand. How am I not supposed to be concerned about that? And he said that it's a pain management thing at this point. We know he will have that taken care of. But he was driving the other day, and he hit it on the steering wheel, and that was quite painful. So I can only imagine what's going to happen when a great defensive play gets his finger jammed up. In all seriousness, though, the fast break is where this team has dominated. And outside of Game 4, that's been their strength. If you have the mistakes that they had in transition, and when you don't have, if you don't have De'Aaron Fox playing with fearless confidence, confidence that he has had to be the ignition on this offense, I think it's going to be a problem tonight. But it's home court for Sacramento, and it's a road game for Golden State. Kevin, Sacramento lighting the beam tonight, or you got Golden State? No, I've got, got the Warriors. T.Y. Pick the Kings in the series, got the dubs tonight. Woody Page, you said Sacramento, is that right? Courtney Cronin. Yes. I have the Warriors tonight. Mm-hmm. Also tonight, I told you, one oh. of the great... Nights you can have in round one because a one seed could go out, a two seed could go out, a four seed could go out. That does not happen in the NBA postseason. What in the world? Bucks and Giannis with backs against the wall. Can Himmy really close them out? The Grizzlies and Morant stave off their rapid, unplanned disassembly with the Lakers and the Bear ending it all tonight. And the Cavaliers also a home team trying to continue their season, prevent being a home team, being upset by the Knicks, playing with a lot of confidence New York is. Courtney, who and or what do you believe in tonight? The Knicks are going to win this series, but it's not tonight. Cleveland bounce back performance from Donovan Mitchell tonight at home. They're not going to get out-rebounded the way they did on Sunday. I've got the Cavs So you believe Cleveland can turn it around? Maybe just for one night, though. Woody Page, how about you? One night. Morant moment, Memphis. All right, you can expand a little bit, but I appreciate what you're putting down here. So you think John Morant has recovered enough in the hand and that what happened in the last game, the Lakers closing out the way they did, they can turn it around Thank you. Thank you, Tony, for saying what I was going to say. <laughs> That's not getting you points. Clinton Yates, what's one thing you believe in today? Rotary phones and then newspaper headlines. What a throwback show. I've got the books <laughs> because I just don't think that the Heat are going to be able to do this again. The factor of being at home in that game was huge. Going back to Milwaukee, I think that championship medal of a squad is not going to let that That's happen. what we heard, though, going into the previous game. Giannis returned, had a triple-double, and now 
The Milwaukee Bucks facing elimination. Kevin Blackstone, can you focus on Milwaukee-Miami to start? Well, you know, I've been riding Milwaukee all along. I, I think they are the best team. But the one thing I wasn't paying attention to that's cropped up in this series is defense. They've given up 119 <laughs> points to this Heat team three times in a row. And they've gone from being the second best defensive rated team yeah. in the NBA at the All-Star break to like the 14th now. That's a problem. And what's the one thing you believe in tonight then? I believe that the Bucks will bounce back. You know, I just but realized I, I gave you points for saying one thing I wasn't paying attention to. Well, if you weren't paying attention to it, then you're not getting points for it. Courtney Crowder, I'll give you a last word. You can jump to another series you if you one like. Job. If Jimmy Butler keeps performing the way that he did the other night, then this is going to be. Can anybody keep for... performing? That was the fourth greatest outcome. 56 points. Is that even possible? We'll see tonight. I, again, round one. You don't get nights like this ever. This is a great one. We'll be back. Fire Cell next. Around the Horn is brought to you by Miller Lite. Great taste, 96 calories. Tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. All right, Woody Page. Your Nuggets. And the Phoenix Suns wrapping up round one with some surprisingly tight, tense moments late. Close games. But five games is a gentleman's sweep. What you say, Woody Pages? What you say? Hmm. Game one Saturday between the two. You'll be there, Drew. Who looks better heading into their matchup? I'm going all Bill Plasky on you and taking the Denver Nuggets. Mm. Altitude was a factor for Minnesota at the end of games. That's going to be a problem for the Suns who come from the desert. Uh, Aiden was the X factor two years ago when the Suns won four straight against the Nuggets. That's not going to happen again. Joker's going to get him into foul trouble because he gets there often. And I think the Nuggets with the extra home game, this is going to go seven, will win that seventh game. I've got the Suns in six in this series, mainly because of Devin Booker. He has been tremendous this postseason. Best player in the playoffs. 
37 points per game on 60% shooting. Only the third player in NBA history to achieve that feat. And I worry about some of the defensive inefficiencies of Denver. Can Nikola Jokic hold up in the pick and roll? What do they do about their lack of rim protection against three players who are really good in the mid-range game? I don't think that's a recipe for success. And the other question, Courtney, is who covers Kevin Durant? who is the real X factor in this because he hasn't been with this Suns team that the Denver Nuggets have seen, and that's a new that's a new thing for them to have to deal with, not only on the offensive end, but also on the defensive end where he's longer, he's able to deep people up, and that's going to make a huge, huge difference. All right, that's two for Phoenix, one for Denver. Clinton Yates, are you with Woody? <laughs> I didn't realize the altitude was such a factor for a team that's been the number one seed in the Western Conference for, I don't know, the first time ever. But I'm with the Suns. They played, they played against a better opponent in a tighter series before that. So I think they're in a better place advancing as far as who they are. They've got three better players at the top than I think the, than the Nuggets did. That is that they're 12-1 and one since Durant came Kevin and played Durant. with them, Kevin. Any qualms over the way they went five with the Clippers? But those games were tight against two teams two, uh, without, without Leonard or, or George. 12 and 1 is 12 and 1. That's the big difference. You win the game. NFL draft 26 and a half hours away. Panthers at number 1 say they've reached a consensus and it's a quarterback. And the thought is it's Bryce Young, but no one's willing to say that just yet. Will Levis's rise on the gambling boards got noticed yesterday. Uh, it's a little intriguing. Some think this could be a QB driven first round. Others say no. Courtney Cronin, you'll be in the Bears' war room 26 hours before the draft. What do you know? I think we all believe that uh, Bryce Young will go number one overall to Carolina, but some of the uncertainties about where Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle from Georgia, goes. A lot of mocks have him off the board by five to Seattle. We also know that the Philadelphia Eagles and Bijan Robinson could be a pair. But don't forget about how this team is built from the inside out. They lost Javon Hargrave in free agency. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham are getting up there towards the end of their careers. I would not be shocked if the Philadelphia Eagles, who have two first-round picks at 10 and 30, end up making their way up the draft board to draft Jalen Carter inside the top. Okay, so you think this, well, well, the quarterbacks will come, and how many do you have in the first round, Courtney? You have, you have four, you have five going in the, in the first round, four in the top I 10. have four going in the first round, but I have two in the top ten. But Jalen Carter could be the movement and Philadelphia making the move that you're flagging right now. I'll get you on the Bears in a second. Blackstone now on the number one takeaway you have. A day away. Uh, poor Bijan Robinson. There's some people who say he's a top five player in this entire draft. He should hurry up and switch his position to quarterback so he can get drafted like one and paid like one. Man, running backs just continue to take a beating, not only on the field but off the field now. We know about their short shelf life, but in any other draft like years ago, B. John Robinson would be a number one guy in this So you're watching draft. for the exactly. running back where the first running back goes off the board. Yep. Ben Yates? I'm in the mind of quarterbacks because I think we're in a stage now of the NFL where we see that just because you pick some guy top 10 or top 15 doesn't mean he's even going to be on your team three or four years later in terms of how teams build their squads. So some of these lower uh, down the line guys, I look at a guy like a Hendon Hooker, I wonder where are they going to go for squads? They got to be a slightly better fit than it used to be where you just declare somebody the franchise and give them everything. Not the case. How many quarterbacks in round one, Clinton Yates? You brought up Hooker. I think it'll be four. Think, okay, four, not five. I think Hooker goes top two, yeah. Top two as in second round. Woody Page. Yes, it's going to be five, and Hooker's going to go number 12 with Houston. Houston, Hooker, you can bet on it, I assure you. 
There'll be five quarterbacks in the first round. Young will start it off. Stroud will be next. And I think you people can talk about running backs and rush edge rushers. It's all about quarterbacks every year in the draft. Clinton Yates, Kevin Blackstone, thank you for your time. 40 Cronus, we go to showdown here. Bears, top 10 pick. Where are they going? Offensive line. Showdown next. Quarterback. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. When Tennessee beat Alabama this season, they stormed the field, took down the goalposts, transported them all over the state. The SEC fined the university $100,000. The university laughed at that, literally laughed at it while smoking a cigar, and said, we'll do it again. So now the SEC in this offseason is considering harsher penalties for field storming, including forfeiting a future home game in the series between the two teams, forfeiting the game they just won, or banning the team from a bowl game. Woody, I'm afraid to ask you, but can they do that? Should they do that? It is total bull****, Tony. We do not do this. These are students, and it's a tradition in college sports, as everyone out there knows exactly. You don't do anything. If you really got to do something, be like the stadium in Mexico City. Build a moat and put up a big fence. Maybe that'll stop it. It's a part of to the tradition of college football. Gordy Cronin. I know the intent here is trying to keep safety for players and fans alike in the forefront, but there's no way that you can stop tens of thousands of people from pouring onto the field. There's no way this is going to work. No way. Woody, you always get one. You get one. Apologize later, right? (laughs) We'll move on. NHL goals off of faces last night. Zach Hyman, a face redirect for an Oilers goal. Hyman. This is the business you've chosen. But what are the two Sebastian Ajo faces on the ice in Hurricanes Islanders? The Hurricanes one off his face and setting up an Islanders goal as well. A face-off of off-face goals for the FaceTime. Go ahead, Courtney. Well, it's not taking a skate to the face, but it's uh, something just as painful, I'm sure, in the moment. A new definition of the backdoor play that we're seeing in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Woody? Oh, Courtney, those two guys were the face of the franchises last uh, night. Yes, I'm going to go with Ahu. He said afterward, uh, I didn't know what hit me. Guess what? You were hit by a puck, <laughs> and you didn't get an assist for it. Hyman got an assist, at least. <laughs> All right, Woody. 30 seconds of FaceTime. It's all yours. (laughs) 
Fernando Tatis is getting used to what's happening in Major League Baseball wherever he goes on the road. In Wrigley Field yesterday, the fans started shouting, Tatis on steroids. Guess what? He started dancing in right field. You were an all-star shortstop. You're now just a backup right fielder. That's what your future is. You're not even going to be the best Tatis in your family if you don't start hitting and stop dancing. Come on, Tatis, you are a great player in this league, and you're not after your suspension. Wow. It doesn't make any sense. We're feeling a draft the next two days. We're off. 119 and a half hour break. See you Monday.